0: Welcome to C-Suite Radio. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your team, Riley. It's anger. Let me out of fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now.
1: Hey everybody, welcome into the show. Another episode of the Brett Allen Show, a pop culture podcast. Today our guest is the multi-talented actress Natasha Perez. She can currently be seen on the Netflix streamer Selena the Series. She plays Yolanda Saldivar, and we all know who Yolanda is. She was the nurse who led the fan club for Selena, who ultimately led to Selena's death and demise. And we get into that, how deep and detailed this character is and what it really took for her to get there how she familiarized herself with the story, and really how this Selena series doesn't just focus on her death, but really memorializes her and honors her music, her legacy, and what a phenomenal pop sensation Selena was. If you haven't seen the show, head over to Netflix. It's an absolute must. We are in season two. We saw a little bit of this character in the first season, and now we are getting a full and broader picture of her. We talk about that, her career, other things that she's done. She's been on Room 101 for by the infamous Duplass brothers and she's a very talented musician i i mentioned that and she gives us a little treat at the end of the episode enjoy this fantastic episode with natasha perez
0: you're listening to the brett allen show a pop culture podcast have you subscribed to this show yet
1: i've tried bribes i've tried gifts
0: you should it's absolutely free i even sent him some pet oxen now back to the show with your host Brad allen
1: idly hey
0: welcome to another episode of the brett allen show
1: prepare to be
0: astonished a pop culture podcast join brett weekly as he interviews your favorite celebrities from film <gasps> oh, television I'm back in business, baby. comedy and much more inconceivable plus you never know who will stop by Dude, we are so gonna party <laughs> now here's your host brett allen
1: Natasha, welcome into the podcast. It's great to have you here today. Great to be here. How are you? I am good. Well, it's Thursday and we have a lot to talk about. Again, we are chatting with actress Natasha Perez. She plays the infamous Yolanda Saldivar from the Selena Story season two now on Netflix. And you were in season one for just a little bit, but really now as season two comes along, we're really getting introduced to your character, right? Pretty much. Correct. I mean, we all know the story obviously, and we all know about the character or the person that you're playing, but one of the things that I find interesting about this series is that it really takes its time to slowly walk through the story, right? Because there was the Jennifer Lopez story which we kind of got it all at once, but here It really draws the viewer in because we're getting to see everything slowly unfurl piece by piece and not getting it all, I don't want to say crammed down our throats. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's not like we're all just waiting to see what happens because we know what happens, right? But this is a great story. Let's talk about your involvement and how this fantastic role came about for you, Natasha.
2: Well, it, it came to me through the normal acting channels this time around. It was through my agents and my managers at the time. Um, they told me if I wanted to audition for the uh, for a musician role. And um, and, you know, I play a few instruments. So I originally auditioned for the role of Suzette. Um, and I assumed that everybody was going to be playing the guitar. So I said, hmm, let me play a different instrument because they just open it up to any instrument. And I say, well, I play I play also the bass. Let me play. So I played a, a song from the Violin Femmes, like the blister in the sun. So I, play, I played that bass line. So I was called in for uh, a call back. And in that one, um, they had me play the drums, which I'm in. Um, I'm sitting on on a on a box, wooden box right now. Okay,
1: there you go. <laughs> and a drop, so
2: that's why I'm like, hey, I had to play this in the audition. Um, and I ended up not booking her and the person that did it, I love her. I think she's fantastic, Noemi. Um, she's the one that, Uh, ended up playing Suzette, but they uh, offered me if I was interested in auditioning for the role of Yolanda. And then they sent me, I didn't know I was playing Suzette. I knew that I was playing a role, the role of a supportive musician uh, for Suzette. And then uh, I knew her name was Suzette, but I didn't put two and two together because they didn't tell me that it was the Selena show. But when they sent... um, when they send the audition for this character named Yolanda, I was like, oh, she's she's a fan uh, of of a singer. And then they send the picture of reference. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so it so happened that I was at my mom's place at the time and um, I didn't have the equipment that I have right now to be able to play the um Uh, to to do the self tape because initially it was a self tape. So, um, I, I went to a specific place to do the self tape and, um, I just like, I'm walking, I'm walking out and I see that my mom has a vest that looks exactly like the vest that was in the picture, the reference picture. I'm like, oh my God. And then I looked, is there any like a white shirt? Cause it was like a, a gray knitted, um, a green knitted Vest and a white shirt and i saw that i'm like okay uh, i think i'm gonna dress the same way that she did in that she was dressed in the picture and on my way to the self-tape place i happened to go by a wig place which is something that you know wearing wigs is something that you don't do for auditions because usually you know you auditions for four or five in in a good day, different characters. So you don't have the time to go in full costume in each one of them. And on top of that, it takes a lot of preparation to, to be and inhabit the energy of one character. So usually not only we don't do it from our end, but casting directors and d- directors and producers don't like to see the actor in full costume because they have an imagination and they, what they want to see is just, can you act? So, um, but I just out of curiosity and I had enough time, I said, hmm, let me just walk by the 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 wig place. And, and I asked her, and I think it was a, 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 a lady, I think she was Korean. She, I, I asked her, I'm looking for a wig that doesn't have too much hair that is short curly hair. I mean, my, my hair is, is, is long and it's, um and it's straight for the most part. So it's all greasy right now, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I told her, she's like, no, she showed me like a big beautiful Afro. I'm like, no, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, And she's like, no, I'm sorry. We don't have, that and there was this girl and, and she seemed that she could have been latina so i said hey i'm looking for this and i showed her the picture of yolanda and she's like oh, yolanda turns out that she was mexican so she knew exactly what i was talking about um and she went like wait a minute so she went down the basement and she located like the perfect wig and i tried it on and i said i have to buy this like i just i, I can't not so i I put the wig on and I showed up in the addition to the, to the, you know, my self tape in full gear. Um, and I sent it over and the rest is history. Cause they called me back. And after the, the day we wrapped, like in December um, uh, the producer one of the producers, Rico, he said, I was like, I, I wanted to talk to you. I'm like, yeah. It's like, well, I just wanted to let you know that we adore what you've been doing. We love, the way that you've been playing her, but I wanted you to know that, um, out of the 3000 <laughs> contestants for this role, we kept circling back to your audition. So we're very happy that we went with you. I'm like, Oh, like it melted my heart. Um, but, it, and also to know there was like 3000 people auditioned for this Jesus. Um, but that's, that's kind of typical though, these days that it about, you know, they say that it's like about, six thousand people go in for a role they ended up auditioning not that many so but but when they request the self-tape they watch a lot of people so
1: yeah it's a very exhausting job and interestingly enough which i like this they really widened the casting pool for this show like you know they a lot of people this is their first opportunity or have been doing things for a while that are i don't want to say new if that makes any sense but have just kind of are like being discovered recognizably or nationally for the first time because of this series so again we we know your character and we obviously know how she helps and brings selena to her demise really but the interesting thing is is in a lot of interviews that you've done and i and i like this and things that i've read you're not setting out to necessarily glamorize that character but really This whole idea is to just continue to bring honor to Selena Wright and really recognize her for her talents and all of the success that she had as an entertainer.
2: Correct. Yeah. Well, the whole point of the show is to to play an homage to to the legend that Selena is, and and to get the new generations to get to hear her music, to know her story. Um, it, it was a beautiful project to be part of. I I am very proud because I didn't know that much about Selena to begin with, and I was so surprised because you know you hear like in every wedding, every baptism, every like yeah. event. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work at a at a pop and rock radio station. and and, and in spanish and it baffled me because they had like a a rock a pop and in the middle they would have a cumbia from selena and i'm like they play cumbia that is so weird because this rock is a rock station but the thing is like it's part of the culture um especially here in the united states it's part of the latino culture so um in in northern mexico too like i i am from venezuela and I, I didn't get to hear I, I knew of her death and I saw the picture, you know, the, the movie with Jennifer Lopez, but I didn't get to be exposed to her music the way I was I've been exposed to her in the United States.
1: Yeah, that was like in '93, '94, I think, maybe ninety-five or even ninety-six when that movie came out. And I remember they were I was in the military and they were filming in San Antonio for the show. Yeah, they were filming at the arena there. and uh yeah it's been a long time so i mean just looking at pictures though i mean you're very deadpan look like her (laughs) so it's i could see the wig working and interestingly enough it it pays out really well what is your hope natasha that people walk away with from this show when they hopefully have the
2: opportunity to watch it Wow, that they get to know and continue to listen to Selena's music that um, for the, you know, Latino generation that has been portrayed as usually like one or two things that usually in a negative light that they see that there's there's other things to the Latino culture that we're also, you know, uh, musically inclined that we we can be on stage out there and um what else that it is true that the, the Latino culture has that sense of family. Sometimes family can be a little hard. Um, so so that 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 there's artists that we get to, uh, you know, look, look up to.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because from what I've seen in this show and other documentaries and everything like that, the white culture or the pop rock culture, as we describe it, however you want to, to mention it, was really hard for them to break into that barrier and to kind of i know her father and and was kind of one way and she was another just again from what i've seen in documentaries and television you know wanting to go one way and going another direction and it really wasn't until she died that her music really became popular which is very unfortunate because she was super super talented you know And the fact that they played the one song, I mean, there's so many other songs uh, that she's known for, but, you know, Cumbia or Biddy Bum Bum or whatever, you know, like the radio hits, right, that everybody recognizes. And that's the other thing about this Netflix series is that you guys really expose people to. The broad library of music that she had yeah that,
2: that, that was the other thing that surprised me too that i, was like, wow, I didn't know like she explored and uh, the whole band the los dinos explored like almost every you know not only latino they also didn't like even rock and stuff like that so it's 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 fun I, I was more of a of a rock girl myself so uh so it was it, it was really surprisingly welcome <laughs> yeah, uh, to, to see how broad their catalog was yeah
1: yeah and that's one of the other things that I mentioned early on in our conversation that I like about this show is it really takes the time to introduce you to her her family, the band members, her brothers you know everybody that was with her and supporting her when she really was pushing hard to become known right because she was obviously very talented family was talented I see you're talented too you play music I mean you've got a million instruments behind you
2: <laughs> you're in my studio right now it's the one that has the best light
1: <laughs> do you like to do music is that kind of what interests you more than acting or do you just prefer both worlds
2: I prefer both worlds okay. I I grew up with a with a actually I have it here I grew up with a guitar in my hand <laughs> so um but I But writing music is something that I've been doing since I was like 11 years old. I it's it's part of how I've been paying my bills. Uh, I do session singing for commercials. I I, I write music for commercials with producers. Um, It it's uh, I had I've had different bands, but my band here uh, got to open for like big Latin American bands because mainly I sang in Spanish. Um, I've been singing lately. Actually, right before this, I was on my way of producing a comedic album because my forte in terms of even though I'm a method actor, I went to Strasbourg for three years. I'm like well trained as an actress. Right. But um, but my inclination was uh, comedy. So I've been doing comedy at UCB, The Groundlings, uh, Second City, The Pack, like pretty much all the biggest theaters here. And it was the most the thing that I did the most in terms of theater, um, that led my music to be to start becoming comedic. So I started doing, doing funny songs. <laughs> I love so, it. so yeah, that's, that, that was a thing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's really funny. And you mentioned method actor.
2: That's essentially
1: for our listeners who don't know, like when you're a character, you're embodying a character like Yolanda or anything else, you're in that mode pretty much from start to finish right on set
2: yeah when you're on character you want to i I did have to like i recorded something for disney music wise while i was uh in baja like not on set but while i was like after the show i would have to go i'm also a dubbing actress so i i dubbed different shows so i had to do when i was on set i had to run and dub my shows uh, I was dubbing at a time um, actually a Korean um, uh, Korean animation uh, into Spanish. Um, uh, and I was doing commercials, so I had to I had to do like play several different hats.
1: I love it. That's a lot of fun. And of course, you were absolutely hilarious and curb your enthusiasm as Matilda that was hilarious. What was it like working with Larry David? What was that experience like for you? Oh my god
2: That I would say that that was like the peak of my career I was like what? Because you know I've been doing improvisational theater and I had the chance to perform with Jason Alexander at the Groundlings on a show and I performed with uh, with Helen Hunt who was also a really great improviser and another big improviser that I had the chance to to perform with in theater uh, because my, my My mentor and and the head of my troupe was the founder of the groundlings. So they we would have always celebrities to come to our our shows. But doing television with Larry David and doing get to improvise was like, I cannot like even just the audition for me was like, I ended up like pulling his pants and grabbing and holding his hands. And in the middle of it, I realized like, I am almost pulling the pants of Larry David. And he was cracking up. And I'm like, I met Larry David laughed. So I was like, I'm I'm sorry, Mister Larry. I am so sorry because I was in character, but my apology was being sincere because I was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry that I've been pulling your pants." Um, but I ended up with that with that role, and it was a blast. I mean, the director of the show was the the guy the guy that directs, you know, Borat, and not Borad, It was the Ali G. Like he's worked with Sacha Baron Cohen, like all his shows. So everybody in that on that set because everything is improvised there's no script like we're just we go with a plot line a storyline and then we improvise several different versions and what you see is the result of them thinking what okay this was funny so um in in terms of continuity, is such a challenge. But everyone there is on their toes. You see that they want to laugh when things happen, but they're like everyone's super professional. I really love that experience.
1: Yeah, I've talked to other actors who have been on the show, and they all say the same thing. Really, it's just kind of a no holds barred, and you just have to be ready and prepared for all things. That's it. whatever That's- they throw at you. Yeah, I love it. Well, you're playing right now. It's very beautiful. Do you want to play something for us? You're welcome to. I don't want to put you on the spot, but if you. Oh, yeah, to- I just
2: so happened to have it here because I was I was actually playing something. I was just you were talking about how, you know, being known at a in a national light. And and this has been super international for me because I was just doing an interview with Spain. And earlier I was doing an interview with Argentina. So it was like this is fun. Oh, yeah. So I I was singing something in Spanish and stay stay with me. So if you want to hear something in Spanish, this is a sneak uh, preview of what is to come in my album. So yeah, let's hear it. Sure. Okay, play you a little bit, (laughs) just a little bit. I can play the Part of the chorus, so we sing. Lo sé, aunque me mientas. Lo sabes, tú muy bien, aunque no creas. No hay por qué insistir, no hay por qué fingir. Ya no hay nadie alrededor. Esto se ha acabado Y aunque no te guste Ha terminado No sé por qué Quieres seguir Si no soy Para
1: so beautiful and yeah i love it well i tell you what if you have not seen selena the series folks you absolutely have to and uh we will make sure just subscribe to netflix it's very easy
2: (laughs) it's not hard be actually I believe if you are i don't know if we can mention the name but uh, one of the telephone companies offers uh in the package the uh, free subscription to netflix yeah so if you we, have one we, of those yes <laughs> if you it rhymes with <laughs> um uh no i say the name if <laughs> i don't know what it rhymes with uh, tactile it rhymes with tactile <laughs>
1: yes be sure to get netflix and check out natasha perez In this iconic role as uh, Yolanda Saldivar. Also, be sure to catch her episode on Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's also been a part of Jimmy Kimmel Live.
2: I mean, the list goes on and on. ER. Uh, I'm from on Room One of Four. I'm like the, the one of the main roles in the almost last episode of of the uh, Duplass Brothers Room 104. of Four. So check that one out because I played a, a teenager that turns into a werewolf.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic, so creative that show, yes. uh, and so different. But the Duplass Brothers are phenomenal. Natasha, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> thank you. Bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs>